Alright peeps, welcome back. As always, I'm your host Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us on the AEW Insider. We got a good show today. We got some AEW news, a lot of WWE news, Impact news, Ring of Honor, MMA, what have you. I want to wish you and yours a happy holiday. Just so you know, a little reminder, Christmas is like 23 days away. So joy, joy, joy. But let's get into the show. It is the AEW Insider, so of course we're going to start with some AEW news. Well, Joey Janela and AEW's Penelope Cruz dated for years in real life. I don't think there's still a couple anymore. It's not my business. But uh, since they've been in AEW, they actually put her with Kip Sabian and not him again. Come to find out, they were supposed to do a feud storyline. To me, that would kick ass, but it has been put on a back burner for now. Let's hope they revisit this feud sometime in the future, peeps. Kenny Omega, John Moxley, and AEW are under investigation by the State Athletic Commission for breach of rules, meaning their non-sanctioned match the two had a bit ago was way too fucking crazy, and now they're looking for a way to nail AEW. My boy Trent, aka Trent Beretta, got another major win this week. I'm so glad they're giving him a proper push. Dude has been a huge talent since his WWE days. He kicked even more ass in New Japan, and now he's getting his due. Let's hope his momentum continues. A La Champion did an interview with Keeping It 100, and he talked about what he thought about Survivor Series and what WWE star he think would go over huge in AEW. Here is what La Champion had to say. I watched Survivor Series, and it was really good. They had this promo, though, with Daniel Bryant and The Miz. And The Miz was all like, It's like, for the sake of our children, our families, you have to stop the fiend. Nobody talks like that, you know what I mean? You could still put the guy over big time, but you don't have to worry about some guy coming to his house, breaking in, and stealing your kids. It's just not believable. And it's cartoonish, but in a bad way. And he has said that if you had a guy like Roman Reigns in AEW, he would be so over. Roman is legit. A real cool dude, man. He's a great guy. He's super cool. He's like the guy you want to hang out with. And you know, they never portray him like that on the show. They always give him these promos to read and a real Roman Reigns never really shines through. Also, La Champion's Champagne, a little bit of the bubbly, sold out in two days. I did report that you could have got two bottles of a little bit of the bubbly online for $46. Well, in two days, 10,000 bottles were sold, and it actually crashed 19 of their servers in the process because the demand for the bubbly was so high. Congrats, La Champion. DDP has signed on the train Motley Crue's Vince Neal with some of his DDP yoga. They're trying to get the frontman back in shape for their second final tour. Pac has taken a Twitter and the bastard is not happy. He wants Omega's ass in the ring again. Here's what Pac had to say online. It might have been a cheap little flash pin, but I hold my hands up high. You beat me. However, 
I think it's only fair that just like yourself, I am afforded an opportunity at redemption. Just like you elite pricks who absolutely get anything they want in this company and all you have to do is ask. The bastard deserves a rematch. Kenny Omega, AEW, give me what I rightfully deserve or I swear that I'm going to make you regret it. I have to agree with him 120%. You listen to the show, you agree with my views, you don't. I always said since they debuted that fucking Tony Khan AEW puts the EVPs over way too much, which is Cody, the Bucks, and Omega as much as I love them. I said I let them slide at first because I know they wanted to build the momentum with their pay-per-views they did before they got on TV. But now it's time. You're in the nine weeks of fucking TV. Let the boys shine, people. All right, on to some WWE news. Well, the governor of Knox County, Kane, has threw his hat in the ring for WWE's Hall of Fame. In an interview online, he feels he should be considered for it. I think we all do. He's a legend. He deserves it. Him and his brother's tag team, the Brothers of Destruction, deserve it. His brother deserves it, what have you. I just don't like him fishing for a nomination. They would have given him to him anyway when they were ready. To ask for it pretty much is saying I want to be inducted this year, and I think it's very weak on his part. But best of luck, though. Bray Wyatt, a.k.a. The Fiend, is the number one seller of WWE merchandise. He debuted his title on SmackDown Friday. Uh, what you call it? The, the Bray Wyatt has his universal title, which he, he had redone the blue one. But when The Fiend comes to the ring now, he's got his own Fiend title, and it's fucking awesome. Right after he debuted on his show, a legit replica went online for sale. If you would like your own personal Fiend title, it will cost you, <clears throat> excuse me, a whopping $6,500. Each one is handcrafted and numbered by Tom Savini, horror legend, and no two will be identical. It's very, very cool. Uh, just let me look for where I got that extra 6500 lying around, though. Uh, WWE booked two shows at Madison Square Garden. They're trying to make it up to the fans and MSG for going to the Barclays Center for so many years in a row for SummerSlam and other events. Well, so that since the tickets went on sale months ago, they have not been selling well. And WWE just started selling discounted tickets for the event. They left a really bad taste in New York City's fan base, and that's not a good thing. Elias, Sheamus, and Alexa Bliss made their returns Friday night. It was really, really good to see Elias. In my opinion, he's another one who needs a proper push. All right, peace. Right now, we're going to take a break real quick. Like I said, we got more WWE news, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, and MMA. Remember to check us out and show us love on all podcasting platforms, Facebook and YouTube. It's the AEW Insider. And on Twitter, it's the AEW Insider 1 as a number one. We'll be back with the rest of the show. All right, peeps, welcome back to the AEW Insider. Let's get back to the show. WWE is running another Worlds Collide tournament. Last one, I believe, was in April. My daughter and I were there the whole WrestleMania week, and when we went to WrestleMania Access, they actually had World Collide matches going on. They were very, very good. This one will have NXT versus NXT UK. It should kick ass, and I can't wait to see what the card is. Corey Graves made a tweet about NXT announcer Maura Ranello after TakeOver went off the air last week. 
He pretty much said that Morrow was a microphone hog and would not let the other announcers talk. If you follow the show or Morrow, you know he suffers from very bad mental health issues. He checked into a funny farm a couple months back due to it. So since Graves said that, Morrow did not uh, do a commentary on Survivor Series the following night, and he even deleted his Twitter account. So we'll keep you posted how things unfold. Uh, Corey Graves gets a bad rap. Everybody says he's a fucking asshole. I met him in person. He was the nicest guy. But what he did was uncool, and you got to watch what you say and who you say it to, Graves. It has been revealed that even before his kick-ass showings at Survivor Series... Excuse me, her kick-ass showings at Survivor Series and TakeOver that there was going to be a big push in line for Shayna Baszler. Now they are full steam ahead on grooming her to take on the man, Becky Lynch, for one hell of a feud. Well, WWE and their local advertisers fucked up again. A local commercial ran for TLC in December, and it showed that will be the Kabuki Warriors versus Charlotte Flair for the women's tag titles, and that hasn't even been announced on TV or in wrestling at all yet. So once again, way to go, guys. This is Lisa's sixth time this year you did it. It's fucking nuts. CM Punk threw some shade at Hulk Hogan. They caught him on a red carpet somewhere and asked him two minutes worth of questions. One was who was his favorite wrestler growing up. He said it was Roddy Roddy Piper. The guy said, I thought you were going to say Hulk Hogan. Everybody loved Hogan. Punk said, nah, I wasn't a Hogan guy. He said, I met him and I like him even less now. Fuck him. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Matt Hardy's contract is up in February. His brother Jess has been extended due to his injuries. Anyway, Matt and WWE are in talks about him resigning. They're not far off at all money-wise. They're ready to pay him a boatload of money, of course, because they don't want him going to AEW or anywhere else. The problem is that Matt does have some stipulations to go along with the contract. He wants his characters, his gimmicks, to be used more in WWE. You know, Broken, a.k.a. Woken Matt, Big Money Matt, whatever the fuck, Matt Hardy version 2.0, whatever the fuck he's going to do, he wants to be able to use it instead of them scrubbing him out. Vince McMahon gave him a shot with Woken and he fucking got rid of it quick because he didn't like it. Matt's not going to resign if he's not going to be happy. So I figure they're going to give him what he wants. They're going to yes him to death. They're going to pay him a boatload of money in about six months or a year, if that, into his new contract. They'll fuck him over and he'll be doing what they say again because that's how WWE does. But let's hope that Big Matt sticks around. I reported last week that Hulk Hogan said he is training hard for a final match at WrestleMania, and he wants his opponent to be Vince McMahon. This is what Eric Bischoff had to say about it. I think fans would probably like to see, perhaps, Hulk Hogan versus The Undertaker. I know Hogan would probably, more than anything, want it to be Vince McMahon. If he's going to work a match with Vince McMahon, I want to work Hulk's corner. Me and Vince got a little business to take care of. He then said he was joking about the Vince part. Yeah, right. He also said that I would want whatever he would want, Bischoff stated. Again, what guy with a career like Hulk Hogan, and if he's able to pull it off, God bless him if that's what he wants to do. If he's able to make it happen, I'd be the second happiest person in Florida that night. But it's hard for me to imagine that he'll be able to get ready for something like that. But who knows? He's done it before. 
Bischoff also talked about what he was hired for in WWE and if he was responsible for that awful whodunit Roman Reigns storyline this past summer. He said, I wasn't hired necessarily to take over creative. I was brought up more to manage the process, and that was clear to me in the beginning. None of the creative that you saw had anything to do with me, good or bad. And about the Roman storyline, he said, it wasn't my idea. I had nothing to do with it, not a thing. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor has blocked ex-Ring of Honor female champion and ex-employee Kelly Klein on Twitter. She was recently not re-signed to her contract because she wanted more money and she became very vocal of those so-called wrongdoings going on backstage, which same thing happened with Joey Mercury like a little over a month ago. I guess they did not like her tweets and responses to them on Twitter, so they blocked her. She then went on Twitter after and she said even though they blocked her, she will still support the amazing talent that they have working for them. NWA WrestleCade took place this weekend and NWA was there in full effect. Their champion Nick Aldis got into it with ex-NWA champ and wrestling legend The Great Muta. Words were exchanged, Aldis laid the title down and told the great Muta he could have a shot at any time. If they do that, that match will be epic. Impact Wrestling Last week, Impact did a cool throwback episode, a.k.a. they robbed NWA Powers format for the night. The final match did have four women in it, Tessa Blanchard, Jordan Grace, what have you. After the match was over, ex-ECW star The Sandman came up to them and told them that women should never main event a wrestling event. And if any other male wrestler was there, they would agree with him. I hope it was the boost talking. I can't believe he said that to those ladies on their big night, and it's so untrue, especially in this day and age. If you ask me, Tessa should have just whooped his ass and tapped him out real quick. It sucks to be. It sucks that people are still stuck in their old ways, how they were raised. You know what I mean? It's fucked up. You did a kick-ass job, ladies. Fuck what he had to say. And then also, La Champion Chris Jericho seen the tweet, and he simply replied, "I don't agree." with the Sandman. MMA. Logan Paul is legit stepping into the world of MMA. We know after his boxing match he had a couple weeks ago, he actually wanted to fight CM Punk. He called him out. Now it is rumored that if he does do MMA, which is saying he definitely is, he's actually going to be trained by, trained by Tito Ortiz himself. So I'll just leave that there for you peeps. All right, peeps. Well, that's it for this week's episode. I will be back. I can't even say this week's anymore. You know I do it more than that. I was just gone away for the holidays, time with the family. You know how it was. It was a good time. I'll be back later this week with more wrestling news. Uh, I do have the Movies and More show coming up in two days. The holidays are over for now, even though Christmas is a little bit away. But we'll be, be we will, we, I can't even talk. I apologize. We will be back in full swing after that. I should have just ended a while in my head. All right, peeps. That's it. Remember, check us out on all social media, AEW Insider, Facebook, YouTube, all podcasts, AEW Insider 1 as a number one on Twitter. Love you guys to death. Happy holidays. And I'll talk to you in a couple days. Ciao, peeps.